Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Picardian. Jared Brandon. It's just Jared Brandon. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. As the Guitar always. Knobs podcast. Yes. Uh, t- now, uh, Tony is yes. suffering a little bit from uh, a, a pretty rusty pipe. Yeah, there. I'm 85%. Yes, 85% what? That's the question. <laughs> um, but to make up for Tony and Jared, we have, <laughs> we've got a fantastic <laughs> guest. Uh, we've got a what we call a boomerang guest. And boomerang guest, right. you know, who are you? Um, I am... Wooly from Champion Lecky. Perfect. Wooly. Oh, we're so excited to talk to you. We've been uh, we've been talking about like, hey, we need to get you back on the show multiple times. But usually I'm calling him like at the last minute and he's like, uh no, I can't. (laughs) So we're Mm. really happy that you were with us. And um Wooly, maybe you can answer this. I'm gonna let's see. I'm gonna Tony, if you don't mind, I'm gonna give your pipes the velvet fog a rest Uh, here. Yes, thank you. Um Wooly, what do we do on this show? Um, well, you do several things. One of them is uh, ask questions. Important <laughs> questions. Very important <laughs> questions. The questions that need to be asked and answered by the people who answer them and ask them. And those people are people who do guitar-related things. And some of them are actually guitars with just smiley faces drawn on. And then the rest are just, you know... Uh, vegetables with faces drawn on <laughs> that's exactly what we have in our notes how did you do that that is amazing that's yeah, what it's all, on our wiki the, page it's the guitar and gear podcast that for is all of the guitar and gear people of all levels and all the all those big people and all those little small people like me there you that's go right. i'm well, only like you know four inches tall so well done well done okay you're, okay, you're cut off you're cut off okay. <laughs> that was fairly accurate that was very accurate yeah speaking of wiki page we gotta get a wiki page up wiki 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 um so anyways we've got no doubt a fun show now here's the thing if you haven't heard of champion lecky Wooly, uh tell people where they can find you um, I am on Instagram for as long as Instagram is going to be a thing <laughs> because that's <laughs> kind of, ooh. um, yeah, I've got a website, mm. which is championlecky.com. I actually, uh, recently started up a discord, um, just for, you know, like gear chatting so people can keep in contact with me, which you can access via the, the website or Instagram. Excellent. And, and become a member. And just, it's free, just, you know, just chat about gear stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they can find ours on there too, um, which I which we didn't set up, um, but it's there. <laughs> um, and, and if you're like, oh my gosh, I love this guy already, uh, you can do one thing that's very easy. You can go f- find out where you're listening to the show already and search for, do you know which ones they are? Probably not. You can search for episode 80. 80. And 142. Wow. That is correct. Both of my lucky numbers. Yeah. That's right. 80 and 142. (laughs) And now uh, 291. Wow. Ooh. Yes. I believe it's 291. Is it? I think so. 
Let me see. Hang on. Yeah. I'm going to verify that. Let's verify that. Because <laughs> we just, yeah. So you're you're coming. No, 292. You'll be 292. Ooh. Yes. It's a palindrome. Yes. Two, <laughs> 292, uh, 80, and 142. Okay. And, and if anybody puts in those lottery numbers and wins, you owe half <laughs> yes. to, like, to, to, to Wooly. <laughs> That's right. Um, Anyways, yes, we've had various adventures with Wooly. He's always great to talk to, always fun. And uh, more importantly, he loves gear and makes some really fantastic gear out there. So legitimately, please check out the places. And fun gear. And fun gear, yes. Um, He makes some of the most unique noisemakers out there. And um, we're grateful not only that he is doing that, but that he doesn't hate us. (laughs) <laughs> At least outwardly. <laughs> yet. Yes. Yet. Um, there's still time. So let's get on with this nonsensicalness. Uh, we've got a few announcements that I wanted to bring up. And number one is Rode. That's right. We need to thank Rode mics for providing our awesome audio equipment. And uh, also just to, you know, just it. we don't get anything more. You know, it's not like they're not paying us to do this or anything. We just really appreciate what they do and this great equipment. And the fact that they keep creating great things for creators and content makers, much like many of you out there. So if you're looking for the right audio gear, I would start there. Easy peasy. Yep. And uh, maybe the check will be in the mail someday. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see here. I also want to bring up, this was really cool. So two of our grand poobahs. Two grand We're poobas. cosmically connected. I got a message from David Poe. Oh, and David, yeah. I did check with with Tim, and he said it was okay. And Tim, I, I told him that David Poe said it was okay. Anyways, um, David listened to uh, one of the episode the, the episode that we had with uh, Tim Nowak, who runs Bardic Audio. Yeah. And uh, since we've since he's been on, he's made just like a whole range of pedals, and is also connecting with other other pedal builders to do various things. Um, so he just blew up, right? And uh, anyways... Is he okay? He is okay, yeah. <laughs> David reached out to him, and um, David uh, works at Sure. Oh. And... Are you sure? I am sure. And guess what? He offered Tim a job. And now Tim works at Sure. How cool is that? Just because they're, they're friends of our guitar universe. I love that. I, I hope it works out. Wow. Yeah. Worlds are cool. colliding. It's really neat. So congratulations, Tim and David, for getting a great guy in Tim. Yes. And uh, I please, if you're if all the rest of you are making connections elsewhere, we've had a few others that I guess, you know, we didn't really bring up or were asked not to, you know, for uh, legal reasons or whatever. Um, but uh, please let us know. That would be really cool to hear about. Um and uh, also, we will be having Bardic Audio back on to tell us about all the great things that they've been. He's been making since. Nice. Uh, and I wanted to also just call attention really quick to we've got I've got a I've got a, a small pile of giveaways that I'm getting to. Okay, mm. we just got the the Klon pedals the that John Esterly modded. Mm. Those are going to go out. So as soon as I can, I swear those are going to get given away. Whoever wins those are going to love them. Oh, man. They're, they're super cool. And um, a couple of shirts. Some mm-hmm. from, uh, we got one from uh, uh, Low Low Sounds. Low Sounds, yeah. And then also from Acorn. And oh. also speaking from Acorn, the ADHD pedal. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's going to get going away. Look at, we're just trying to find, figure out ways to hook you guys up. Um, and also, uh, the hoodies that went out to get ordered, um, there is, uh, we're sorting that out. They're on their way. Um, not in the mail yet, but they're on their way to then get there. So it is still in motion. Don't worry. You will get them. I promise. Trust Todd. Trust in me. <laughs> Trust in me. Just in me. Uh, a little Jungle Book action there yes. for you guys. Oh, What's going on in our music world? This week, we're going to start with Tanya Bolonsky, yes. a.k.a. Tony Wonderbrain Superhead, and he's going to tell us all about it. And then we're going to check in with Wooly. Well, you know, Todd, in my music world this week... You know what a fanatic I am about books. Yes. Specifically guitar books. Specifically like guitar books. Um, and I like other books, too. But but specifically I, guitar specifically. books. Specifically. So um, I had done some, um, <clears throat> excuse me, some research on, um, on a couple of new books that came out not, uh, not too long ago. And there was one that was really highly recommended. And um, so I decided to order it up. And this is called Complete Guitar Wiring by Jerry Hayes. Now Jerry Hayes is a, a guy in uh, is a luthier and builder and repairer in uh, in Ireland, and he's got. If you go to his website, it's uh, Hayes Guitars, H A Z E Guitars. His name is spelled H A Y E S. Mm -hmm. But um, he has no you know, confusion there whatsoever. No, no. I think he just liked the idea of calling something Hayes. Mm -hmm. But um, but it's it's a really. Um, if you know what you're doing when it comes to guitars and wiring, it's a good reminder and it's a good uh, primer for someone who is just it looks like getting a, into like it. a guitar school tech book. Well, what's really nice about it, and I've I've got a number of these repair books and wiring books and things like that, and usually, I mean, it's very dry to read. This one has is a little bit of humor interjected in there, um, but he really goes into detail. I mean, starting from really the basic stuff, the first chapter is, well, you know, capacitors and switches and, you know, pots. So and you get to learn that. a little bit about electronics. Yeah. And, you know, and he said, now let's build a circuit and then blah, blah, blah. And then he goes into pickups and then he goes into specific wiring diagrams. Right. This isn't for making pedals. This is for your guitar. It's, right? it's I mean, you could apply a lot of it to building pedals, but it's, you know, specifically for guitar uh, circuitry. Okay. And um, it's really well done. The illustrations are really good. That's something that's always been kind of lacking in a lot of other yeah, books. Yeah, a lot of they, them are like old pencil drawings. Yeah, it's almost like somebody took a Etch-A-Sketch and tried to... Or a pencil, like or, I just or said. Or a pencil, like Todd just said, because <laughs> Todd is always right. Well. Um, but anyhow, um, I highly recommend this one. I think it was like 35 bucks on Amazon. Um, it's paperback, and I think, you know, if nothing else, it's a good reference does book. Does he have an eye patch? Uh, no, he does oh. not have an eye patch. Is that? <laughs> it looks like he had an eye patch. No, he's, back. Just, he's just looking down at, 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 a, at a guitar. Yeah. And he's done a couple of other books, too, on uh, how to buy a, used, a, a vintage used guitar. Um, there's uh, uh, sketchy setups. He's, mm -hmm. So he's done a couple of other things, and he does some things electronically, too. Um, but definitely worth checking out. And as uh, like I said, even as just a reference material, if you need to know a specific guitar, uh, he doesn't have every guitar in there. So like but it gives you the values of what things should be. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, and, and it's laid out in a way that if you were looking into, the, like, say, the back of a Les Paul, you would see the pots as they appear, as opposed to you know trying to 
read off of a schematic diagram. Yes, I like that. That's really cool. So I, I'm I'm giving it a a gold star. Well, <laughs> wonderful. I like that very much. Um, so let's see, Wooly, how about yourself? Um, so this week. Um, actually, I'm going to jump back like a couple of years and then come back to this week. And just because, so you remember probably like the first time and the last time we chatted, um, I was kind of, we'll explain why coming up. That's why, why he's jumping back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, when we like talked about, uh, some pedals and and music stuff and like, I think the first one on the front floor, I'd said like the black Russian big muff. Uh-huh. Uh, cause I used to, I used to play a lot of like much heavier stuff and fuzzy stuff. Yep. Um, and since coming to America, I've actually started playing in a band mm. kind of shortly after, uh, we were talking last and I wanted to do something different. So I went back to standard tuning uh-huh. and playing a Mustang through a Fender twin. Are you just playing like really in a, in a cameo loud. cover band? I am playing in a kind of surfy band. <laughs> okay. Um, we've been described as post-surf. Post-surf, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and our EP uh, just went up for pre-order this week. I made that as as quick as possible. But yeah, like oh, the, the last two years, basically be kind of like plugging away at, at this band and our EP just came out this week. Well, the pre-order went up this week. It'll actually be available in uh, a week or two, I think it is. <laughs> okay. So yeah, and I had the joy of uh, mixing and mastering it, oh, which wow. was a lot of fun. And a lot of time. <laughs> so you're playing a Mustang, bright, yep. yeah. into a Fender Twin, yep. right? Bright and loud. Yeah. Uh, are you wearing earplugs? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, my, yes. <laughs> uh, the, my favorite thing about Twins is if you have them on the floor and you're standing in front of them and you hit certain notes, it kind of buckles your knees. I love it. Um. When you said a surfy band, there's a band that we were on a bill with here called Teen Mortgage. Uh, it's two guys, a guitar player and a drummer. And um, they kind of have like that, like it's like post-surf. It's, it's it, surf in, just in the sense that it is... Um, uh, drenched in reverb. Drenched in reverb. Yeah, there's, there's a reverb. It sounds dark and it's single coily stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's, dri- it's driving, Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I think I want to say that they're, they're either from Philly or from New Jersey. I'm trying to remember. Oh, right. But, okay. um, yeah, they're, they're like out your way for sure. I'll um, definitely have to check that teen out. mortgage. Yeah. Oh, did I even say, I, I, I should, suppose I should say the, the name of the band otherwise it's just, yeah, uh, do yeah it. please. So, uh, the band is called party nerves. Party. That's party nerves. N- nibs? Nerves. Nerves. Nerds? Nerves. Vz. <laughs> v. Put a V in it. Vz. Okay. Party nerves. That's the one. How, you, may, you might want to choose one that, you, that people can actually... <laughs> uh, I like, can, I like the, party the, nerds the spo- better. The Spotify <laughs> algorithms are like, what are all these searches for nibs and nubs? And nubs? <laughs> ah. You know I, how many times a week I'll say something to my wife and she'll just look at me like, what? And then like two seconds she'll go, oh, and then repeat the word back to me. <laughs> yeah. It's fun learning English, isn't it? 
Uh, well, that's really cool. I'm glad that you have something that you're throwing some more, some some different creative energy into. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's it's like the first because we've started playing live. That's a great name, by the way. Gigs. Oh, thank you. It's the first uh, gigs that I've been doing in like six years. That's great, dude. Yeah. So party nerves, everybody, and and also check out Teen Mortgage. They're really really good. Oh yeah. And I, Bastard I Sons of Neptune. And Bastard Sons. Yeah, Billy's band. He he's in a like a well, he's in kind of like a, a retro, traditional sort of a traditional yeah. sort of kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about Jared? Oh man. So let's go back a few weeks. Um. We're going to have a part one. So part one, I go to Tony's house and I'm because I'm going to a game Saturday. I go to a game and Tony has like Starbucks in his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how it relates to guitars. Okay. But so Tony, Tony Balonsky, what I'd like to say is, is by far one of the best hosts I could imagine. He, uh, gracious, uh, to open their home to me, he took me to the game and then he picked me up from the game and he looked for me on high street. And then, uh, it, here's the funny part. So I, I said, Hey, I, I really appreciate you guys, uh, letting me stink up your house for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> let me take you and Jen out to, uh, eat and you guys pick and I'll pay. And it's my thank you. So we, so we do that. We go to bag of nails, Great Rust, little brunch. Rusty Bucket. and Rusty Bucket, yeah. Rusty Bucket. <laughs> you can get a bag um, of nails at the Rusty Bucket, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Great meal. Brunch kind of thing. Uh, and we were talking about smoked salmon. And and Tony's like, yeah, let's let's go to the store and get some smoked salmon. That's what, that's what we'll have for dinner. So he got smoked salmon. He got pork. He got uh, beef. That was right. And for the next bacon. five or six hours, Tony was just slaving over smoking all this meat all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't After that. I, it wasn't that. Well, you were much. you worked hard, dude. You were in and out, in and out. I was like, "Where's Tony? Oh, he's preparing for this huge feast." <laughs> so after I pay, and just that so was he supposed doesn't to be have the to big go meal, in and right? Hear, Tony, come grab my feet, <laughs> right? So, uh, I mean, it may Anything as well have been that. like that, dude. I mean, Tony made this spectacular, huge feast after I paid it, you know, for lunch to to thank him, and then I just here we go again. I'm accepting more agape, which is love. I mean, it was it was fantastic. Uh, so thank you, Tony. Well, you're then, very uh, welcome, Jared. Anytime. Part, part I, I, two. I lead by example. <laughs> I tell you what, man, seriously. Great. The dogs were great. I love the dogs. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, part two, I got a guitar. What'd you get? Uh, new guitar. What? I got a, uh, I got a new guitar from, I bought from Gibson. Uh, I got a good price for it cause I worked there. Yeah. But it's it's a custom shop EDS twelve seventy five. Ah, see, now that's you were you had your eye on those for all these. I've years. had my eye on one of those for a long time, so, and the, I I owned an Epiphone version in the late nineties when the Jimmy Page Epiphone version came out. They had a neck through, yep, and they also had a bolt on. And I bought the neck through, and I paid around a thousand dollars for it. Yep, back in the day, and it. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, it was a great guitar, except for the the electronics were a little less to be desired. Yep. But uh, other than that, I actually took it to Korea with me because I was in the active service uh, at the time. How did you and get that to Korea? <laughs> Why on earth would my you dad, take a my double dad sent guitar it. to Korea? Wow. My dad sent it to me. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a big case. Yeah. It cost it, – I didn't know how much – I was just a – 19 year old kid i didn't know how much it was going to cost my dad wow until he told me later i'm like what it costs that much dad i could have bought one here (laughs) i know i didn't care but because i just wanted it because i had nothing else to do you know well that's cool so uh, so what about this so this is a uh you said it's a custom shop 1275 well to finish up the episode really quickly i actually traded that for my first real gibson les paul Ah, so that's the last time I had one. Okay. And back to the custom one, um, it's it's a demo. It's not, it it was uh, there's there's some things wrong with the finish or something. And to be honest, I looked over everything. I couldn't really see anything that stuck out to me. Hmm. Uh, of course, I'm not really a picky. I'm not a super picky guy about how perfect the guitar is. Was one of the next um, missing. <laughs> <laughs> it uh the hardware is lightly aged nice um what color yeah, is it so Wait. it's cherry oh cherry. cherry one nice it's cherry yeah it's cherry no there's a white one i'm looking at but you know i i don't think i'll get that as quite as well good you kind of have to i mean you are known for the buying more than we're, one we're, at we're a time call you two for now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well i i had uh an idea though <laughs> If I wanted to test some pickups, I mean, you could just take, you know, the the nut off the 12 and the bridge and, you know, make that a six string. And then you would have an instant AB on the same guitar because mm-hmm. you have two different necks and two different sets of pickups. They'll sound different. One's, the one neck is up higher. The other is down lower. Oh, my gosh, Tony. <laughs> well, then flip it over. <laughs> to well, the it's going to sound backwards. <laughs> yeah, you can only play back backwards riffs. Yeah, and it, whichever way you do it, one's always going to sound further away as well. Yes, that is true. Good point, Willie. Good point, man. I'm glad you have my, I have you guys in my corner. Well, yeah. that's that's cool. I mean, that's that's a guitar that I know that you've been trying to track down uh, for yeah. years, and now you they're, you've got they're one. Expensive. Well, they're really expensive, and I I got a really good deal on this, so yeah, I had to move on it. So. Yeah, that's well. That's no, that's that's good. And are you gonna yeah. leave it stock, or are you gonna change out pickups, or what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I'm designing stuff. So down like down the road, there's some stuff coming out. So I'll probably mess around, change stuff around, maybe. Nice. I, I the the all the uh, custom bucker. The, there's like four custom buckers that came in it. They're probably I didn't measure them all yet, but they're probably all around the same eight k. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably I probably want to change the necks out, but the bridges sound fantastic. Oh, well. but I might. I mean, for now, I may change the necks to like a, a T type or a T top, or maybe have Zach make me some Brandon Wong T tops, or well, maybe or can, maybe I'll get some T types from Gibson. Who knows? Or you could put like a dog ear P ninety in the neck on each side. I could a humbucker <laughs> route. Yeah, yeah. There we go. But no, I'm um, really excited about it. It's good. You know, of course, I played hotel and stairway already on well, it. You got to, you, you have to. Well, you're done then. Yeah. Send it back. Except <laughs> stairway to heaven was performed in the studio on a Fender Electric Twelve. 
You can totally t- tell too. You can totally tell. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. And the recording. Yeah. Interesting. Todd, what, what about, about you? you Todd? Well, uh, last week, uh, at the end of the week, I got, uh, we had maybe our last gig of the season. I'm not really sure. There may be something very special coming up, which I'm kind of crossing my fingers about. And um, we, well, I'll just throw it out there because if it lands, cool. And if it doesn't, well, then you can blame them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're opening up for Smashing Pumpkins? Starcrawler, potentially. No. We're in, we're in the running oh. to open up for Starcrawler. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Now, uh, they're, they're coming to, to Columbus, yeah. and we got a hold of uh, some peoples, and so we're there. They seem to be positive, but will r- remain to be seen. And interestingly enough, Teenage Mortgage, sorry, uh, Team Mortgage, uh, who we played with before, is playing with Starcrawler uh, out that way, I think, in Philly or something like that. Huh. Um, oh. So uh, You want I should talk to them? Yeah, 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 you should persu- persuade them, <laughs> persuade them. Uh, anyway, so that, I, it would just be really exciting to do that, obviously. Uh, and, um, you know, they play some good rock and roll. And, oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, so that'd be a really amazing way to cap off the year. Uh, but if that doesn't happen, that's okay, because, you know, can't keep nothing in life is guaranteed, I guess. Um, Death and taxes. Yes. So, uh, anyways, we had one of our, uh, a gig last weekend, and um, I... Just we just had a freaking great time, and I kind of rearranged my board again a little bit. There you go. <laughs> I did. So I w- ran a new a V, a Morning Glory V4, which has a high cut as well as a high or low gain on it, and uh, into the Blamo Shrew, which ah. is sort of uh, his version on uh, on a rat with a little bit more judge to it it's and tamed it's that taming thing, of the shrew it is so quiet like that's one thing like i remember when we had him on the show like he just said i want yeah like, zero noise yep i remember that and um yeah i put that straight into the hx stomp and got my couple of little Damn. mods and that thing would just sound fantastic that that combo was what I needed for this room mm-hmm. specifically. And uh, we had just a freaking great rock and roll time. And we actually did a cover of Rose Tattoo's um, Nice Boys, mm-hmm. except our singer's a girl. And she's she's got a pair of great vocal cords. Lungs. <laughs> and uh, so she switched it up to Nice Girls. Oh, that's nice. So it was really, you know... and. It, that was just so much fun, so much fun. So, um, that was my week. So I got to just kind of prepare a new nice. song and and hit hit the ones that we bang out, and um, and then we also got the first mix back for uh, four new songs that we recorded from John here at the studio, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're kind of we're in the mix right now, and then we're gonna go into mastering, and then then we'll have some twenty twenty three release action. Nice. How how often are you guys practicing now? Um, right now, not as much, um, just because it's winding down a little bit Mm -hmm. and, um, we also have some movement in the band a little bit. So, Mm. um, literally moving location stuff. And so anyways, um, so super fun stuff. Let's get on to more. Yes. Hey, Todd. Yes, Tony. You know, uh, you just mentioned that you rearranged your pedal board. I did. And I'm assuming 
that I probably do it too much. Well, <laughs> is the Velcro still sticking? The Velcro is still sticking. That's a good sign. Yes. But I was wondering, you know, is there something in particular that makes it easier to rearrange a pedal board? It is, and it's because I don't have to fight for room or manage the spaghetti. And especially when you're swapping out pedals and you're like, what about this one? What about this one in front of them? It's, it's super easy to have a bunch of different lengths and different configuring uh, assignments as far as like a U-shape or an S-shape uh, where the jacks are to be able to do that. Now, I'm told that you exclusively use Tour Gear Designs patch cables. I do exclusively use those. And uh, you, too, can exclusively use those or just semi-exclusively use those. <laughs> Go to TourGearDesigns.com, and you are going to find uh, some of the best, if not the best, uh, patch cables out there. Um, we've been thrilled with th what they have produced, and uh, we've had a lot of people on the show uh, get them as well and be equally satisfied. They're flat. They're, They're flat. low profile. Low profile. They're inexpensive. Inexpensive. And they taste good. They taste good, and they come in, like I mentioned, a whole bunch of different lengths and configurations. So yes. go there, put in the guitar knobs. You're going to save 10%. That's on a your coupon order. code, you know. 10% is coupon code at checkout. 10% off your order. We need to say a huge thanks to Tour Gear for sponsoring our Four on the Floor. Thanks, Tour Gear. Jared. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the Floor. All right, Wooly, Champion Lecky. Let's hear your updated Four on the Floor. Uh, yeah, okay. So, firstly, thanks to a gear because I use them as well. Yes, <laughs> very good. Uh, Smart yeah. man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great. They're, um, anyway, yeah. Um, so, we already did the ad, Willie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for residuals. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I was saying, I'm, I'm doing a very like big, clean, fendery kind of sound. So, like a lot of changes to the board. The first one that I never thought that I would like is I added a compressor Ooh. and it's, it's the, um, Empress Mark two. Oh yeah. Compressor. yeah nice. I tried a couple of them. Um, and the thing is because when you have really low output pickups, as I do with my single coils and you palm mute and then you play chords, it, it's a huge jump. And so I have it first. I put it, I know everyone says, put your compressor last that like you would, with some other stuff to they balance everything out but i need that level signal going in and it is so transparent it's hmm. just it's absolutely fantastic and i never thought that i would like enjoy a compressor and have it be part of my sound but it's yeah, it's yeah. so you're crucial. almost That's using like, it as a as a uh, as a boost on the front yeah yeah basically just to to kind of pull up the the, the palm mutant yeah because that's when you get that lovely spring reverb little kind of yeah those sounds so that's like changing from Briefs to boxers, or yeah, vice versa. Yes. More like boxers, boxers to briefs. The <laughs> <laughs> thong. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so you're ha and you're happy with the the Empress there? Yeah, I absolutely love it. What was the maybe one of the big features that you went to and you chose that one as opposed because there's a lot of great compressors out there. There is um, really. Not so much um, any of the controls, but the fact that it is so transparent. Like I've used a lot of compressors where they will add 
little something. Bit, yeah, a little bit of and, color and to the tone. Yeah, just a little bit of color. And this this doesn't. It's it's absolutely like incredible. Is it weird for someone who uh, is known for making somewhat noisy pedals? And I don't mean that they're noisy in a way of bad electronics. I mean like you make ped- uh, several pedals that make a lot of noise. Um, and, uh, to, to all of a sudden be doing like really maybe less noisy stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I enjoy music as a, a bit of a challenge, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the creativity in doing something different. So a while ago, I just totally switched up everything that I did because I found that everything that I was doing was the same. Yeah. And I wanted to do something very different. So, like, my pedal board is is pretty small, and it's all pretty standard stuff. Um, and a lot of people, when I talk to them, like, they're expecting me to have some crazy, weird, you know, whatever, like, synth pedals. Isn't that pedal strange? Things. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, no, no, it's just it's just clean, and I've just got, like, you know, dirt and chorus and a reverb pedal. Um, huh. But yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy like all the crazy pedals and I have a bunch of them yeah. and, you know, I have like projects in mind, like little ideas that I've got for like songs and stuff that I will do with those and have loads of fun. Like, you know, when I'm working on new prototypes, I have loads of fun, just kind of get lost in making weird sounds and stuff. But um, yeah, for this band and the stuff that I'm doing now, I went all the way back to just like kind of the joy of playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff I wrote without even playing through an amp when we first started out, so it didn't rely on any effects. Well, that's so, that's cool. Yeah. Back to the roots. Back yeah, to the yeah. back to the beach, y'all. What's number two? <laughs> so number two is I, I suppose I'm gonna kind of have to split it because they're both always on pedals to to make my clean sound nice where I want it, and one of them is the Fettle Boost. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Right. <laughs> which is like mine. the only yeah it's the only like pedal of mine that i've ever used properly in any band but it's just it's always on it just gives you that nice mid range and like a little bit of cut that i want and the other one you is can also the, make your guitar sound completely off the rails like driven mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true i i don't do that though i don't i don't like the noise it hurts my ears <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah the, sorry the other um the other one that i've got there is the wamp uh wamp wamp it's a fun word uh from 29 pedals oh yeah at, yeah, the, end yeah. Of, at the end of the chain yeah. um i used to always have like i think it's mxr 10 band eq like right at the end because you know if you're playing different shows in different places with different amps sometimes you got to like tweak things but this is just a really nice like end of the pedal board kind of you know and just balance stuff out and get it sounding right uh-huh. and obviously you know it's 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 designed for that and impedances and, and all the stuff but you know yeah it's, it's a very nice bit of gear that is and he, he gets you coming and going doesn't he yeah. Yes. <laughs> how can I? How can I do this? Ah, a pedal that you must have at the beginning, and one that you must have at the end. Yeah, he makes great stuff. I guess he's a it's freaking like, electro genius. Yeah, I mean, just the the quality and just the amount of thought and everything that that goes in, yeah. and his power supply is like the the inside the pedal, like the you can just plug anything in. Mm-hmm. And it just goes, yep, I can deal with that. And it's that's incredible engineering. Yeah. Indeed. Really top quality what's, stuff. What's number three? 
So number three is um, the boss, what's it called? Blues Driver. Blue Driver. Blue driver. I always get Blues Driver and Blues Breaker confused, yeah. but it's Blues Driver, isn't it? Yeah, um, I've cycled through loads of different dirt pedals, um, and loads of them are absolutely great. Um, they just didn't quite work, and that's kind of one of the joys of like dirt pedals is, you know, you can play with so many different ones and be really picky and be, oh. yeah yeah uh, but i ended up yeah selling on the the boss um blues driver it's fantastic were you Just surprised by that boss. choice no i like i've always loved boss and i've kind of bought quite a few boss things recently <laughs> like uh just you know there's there's absolute magic about boss i know like they're they're so ubiquitous that people don't talk about them it's just like they're there and everyone knows them all the time <laughs> but they they're such an incredible company yeah and just yeah so many innovations you know uh speaking of, of boss just really quick i saw a demo for i think it's called the slicer yeah the sl2 that looks wicked yeah i just pre-ordered one actually wow <laughs> that's that's kind of bananas it's really yeah. it's kind of it's um Tell me if I'm get I'm I could be way off here, all right? But you're it's, way off. <laughs> <laughs> it's to me, it sounded like if a bit crusher um wasn't didn't crush the bits, but did rearrange the bits, right? Except so, it's it's your actual tone. It's just getting like it just jumbles up all the pixels and stuff, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I kind of. Kind of it, I mean, I haven't even looked into everything that it can do, but I remember being really interested in the the original slicer, which I think was like the SL20 or something. It was one of the double pedal units. Yeah. Um, and then someone famous who I can't remember mentioned it on like YouTube or something and the prices went through the roof. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to spend that kind of money, like several hundred dollars on one. And then they reissued it with, like, I think it's got a few more features i don't i'm trying not to look into it too much because i'm really excited about it and i want to save that for when i play with it that's cool. but it's kind of it does a bunch of tremolo-y stuff basically it like chops your signal yeah up, if you know what i mean yeah like, but that, that's what i'm saying like yeah I, okay i i kind of see sound like visually mm. um uh, in my head i'm not it's just kind of the way that i can express you know like if i'm talking about drive signals or distortion signals i mm. talk about how they look how in my head anyways do you have the synesthesia i don't know that's that's what i i have that oh okay. it's where, where um like you associate so synesthesia is largely like your senses kind of combined so when i'm playing a riff or like end up settling on something i always have a picture yeah in my mind, yeah, that's synesthesia, mate. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, you should look into that. Is that it's, good? It's Do I like fascinating. that? fascinating. Yeah, it means you have a very special brain. <laughs> oh. And you well, can, you well can, if you wait, wait. You, you can play have a special synthesizer brain. now. <laughs> yeah, I could. So, okay, so let me explain this. What I was talking about rearranging the stuff, if you took, if you took like, um, a couple, if you had the same picture of the same face, and you mm. slashed it up with, like, exacto, and you rearranged the, yeah. the slices of, of the face picture into a bunch of different arrangements. That's yeah. kind of what this is doing. Some might yeah. call that psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. true. If you did it angrily, I suppose. Is that fair to say about the slicer? Yeah. <laughs> wow, check that out. Hopefully it makes Julian fries. Yes. 
<laughs> it does. That's, it, Juli- it does. <gasps> it, it should be the Julianer. It should be the Julian. That's that's actually, so if people don't know, like when they say, oh, Julian the fries or Julian It slices, the it dices, it it's Julian French, fries. It's French for ribbon. That's what Julian <laughs> is. It's French for ribbons. Anyways. I knew that. Boy, we have, I took, wow. I took us way hard left. Oh, Down boy. the rabbit hole yeah. and out the Ewok Thanks. hole. Thanks, Willie. That was fun. Let's go <laughs> for the last one, number four. So the last one is a chorus paddle. I use um, <clears throat> I use my chorus kind of like a boost. Okay. Oh. And, and it's the Maxon PAC9. If you know it. That's an, that's an oldie moldy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's... I'm pretty sure the one I have is a, a modern reissue, but it's, yeah, it, it goes back to like whenever, like 80s. It's a. a oh, yeah. I, I mean, that was Maxon was out, yeah, early 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really like a lot of the Maxon stuff. It's always really good quality. Mm-hmm. But this one, it, I tried so many chorus pedals. And one of the things with being a pedal company is I can buy loads of pedals and I can expense them Ah, (laughs) because it's part of research. research. Yeah. Um, And part of that sometimes overlaps with pedals. I just want to buy. I do that with guitars. (laughs) (laughs) I need a template for that guitar. Yes. I I understand that. (laughs) that Yeah. I tried tried it. Uh, and uh this one it it um it's it's bright and it's nice it's not um it's not too cutting and it just i don't know it it adds this like how do you describe chorus it's that sheen yeah. i guess so and, it's it's probably a little more subtle than some of the real obnoxious choruses i would guess yeah right? it's it's kind of oh, it just adds this really nice cut and it's kind of a very like 80s kind of sound as well really and it works well with the dirt it works really well with yeah, the dirt it's the cool. other thing yeah yeah usually those don't like uh, don't like a lot of heat in the front end they, you know, mm. they usually like to be at the early part of the chain but mm-hmm. that's cool very very interesting stuff i like that you have new stuff that you're trying out i'm curious though did you have to like if you're just going kind of straight into your amp for like quote-unquote clean mm-hmm was there anything else? Well, I suppose the the uh, twenty nine pedals one is kind of doing this. I was thinking you, you probably needed something to kind of um, maybe make the the uh, frequencies kind of like shimmer or sparkle a little bit. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't mean that in a modulation way, but mm. like from a really good kind of EQ kind of thing. Well, yeah, I'm doing that between the fettle boost and the OAMP. Yeah. They're they're both kind of just adding something that isn't there when it's just going straight into the amp. Yeah. Um and I think a bit of the top end is really coming from the fettle boost and then actually both both, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Um I did while we were talking uh do a little bit of back research. Uh, so the Boss SL20 is one of those double pedal big box bosses mm. um which has a gob of knobs. <laughs> gob of Which knobs. Is, if you're listening to the UK, hopefully you didn't just do a spit take there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Oopsie. many, so many jokes. Uh, <laughs> anyways, 
How many knobs are on this pedal? Oh, an absolute gobful. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, no. Anyways. Okay. Apologies Try to, to <laughs> the BBC censorship. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody's there is like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's like 350, 400 bucks. Wow. Yeah. For, 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 original, for the original one. Um, but the new ones are uh, 169 pretty much standard across the board. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty neato. So yeah. after, after I think there's going to probably be a handful of people that are like, I don't know what to do with this. And then so they'll be selling them. Watch them on Reverb. Cheaper. Um, but anyways, ta-da. Well, thanks for sharing your four on the floor, dude. Um, since we talked last, you've come out with quite a few pedals that were, I would say, a lot more sophisticated than maybe when we first had you on, when which is when you were you had the Fettle Boost and uh, I think you had the, the, the one knob fuzz mm-hmm. and um, and a handful of other things. And then you know we talked um, on the phone uh, after the last one, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't realize that you know you you came out with a whole bunch of really amazing. Uh, modulation stuff. You didn't really come out with any new dirt per se, uh, unless I'm completely wrong. But let's see. Soon, okay. I've got one coming soon. So you you had the uh, the skitter. You had the mm-hmm. you had swans, mm-hmm. and the um oh the kilter. The kilter. Yep. Yeah. And then wasn't there another one? So I think I think it's just, let's see. So I had the woozy out. Woozy. That's it. Um, when was that? I think I would have had that out last time. Yes, you did. Yep. We did the show. Just come out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then yeah, it was the skitter. Yeah. And then the Kilda, and then the Swan Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, anybody, hopefully, you out there are uh, watching the One Minute Wonder demos that I've been putting out. Um, but honestly, I use the skitter so often on. Uh, for those demos for like uh it just it sounds so good it sounds i just really love the sound of that pedal um and it's it has a lot of versatility packed into a a little a little box uh with the tremolo and a reverb and the interaction and sort of the uh the you know the the, uh skitter knob thing that makes it go you know (laughs) wow that's cool yeah so if you're if you (laughs) I mean, I'm doing a quick plug up front because just because I wanted to mention that I wanted to thank you because you did make a really great pedal that I use and that has, um, I think it, it's one of the ones that kind of maybe flies a little bit under the radar because it doesn't, it doesn't sound, uh, if you're, if you're looking for it, it doesn't say, oh, it's the reverberation of Molo thing. You know, it's like, what's a skitter? <laughs> and it's got goofy pictures on it you're like okay that's that might be cool but i need it what i need is a reverb and a tremolo together so Mm. (laughs) which is exactly what this thing is so um you have been so you got a couple of those pedals out but then you kind of had a bit of a setback why don't you why don't we start there yeah i mean so yeah i did i did the woozy and then i did the skitter um, and then I did the the kilter, and then that would have been like kind of into the pandemic a bit. Yeah. And like once we got into the pandemic, there was a lot of 
like it felt like every week things were changing and it was all of a sudden like oh this part that we all use is like now unavailable and everyone's like panic buying like all the components so they can like still build stuff and that like there was so much of that kind of stuff <clears throat> that it really pushed like a lot of the the releases back for me so the last one I did was the swan hunter and that was actually about this time last year mm-hmm. um but it, it should have been the year before and actually i haven't released anything this year um i was preparing to do a, a bunch of stuff but um from kind of like mid year like june just had like a bit of bad luck i hurt my back first then we had a, a little family uh you need some medical, jack. <laughs> little uh, family medical emergency that looks like it's okay but was terrifying at the time and then after that i got covid and i'm still kind of recovering from that so i've basically just pushed everything back until next year so it's it's kind of really been a bit of a bummer because I, I wrote down a list of all the ideas that I have and there's there's 12 different pedals that I'm kind of on with like that I've already started mm. um so yeah it's kind of been a bit of a mess and then working out what to do next oh actually you know um uh what's the name old blood noise yep oh god dude I, this is me shaking my fist at them <laughs> because like there's been a couple of times where i've been like oh i've got a great idea for a pedal and then they'll put it out (laughs) (laughs) and the last one was actually a modulation pedal i was working on and they did it's basically it's it's a similar idea um but i actually had the prototype kind of like almost there and then they released and i was like no (laughs) so i've had to put that on the back burner it will be that'll be coming out like maybe it's like next year i just want to make it I, i actually bought the the float is is there they want to take a dual filter and it does some funky stuff and mine was going to be quite similar i need to um kind of compare them and make mine something just to make sure it's a bit different yeah so there's been a lot of like this like getting ideas and then someone releases something or like it just doesn't work quite the way you want it so i've got this huge backlog and actually the so having not released a pedal for like over a year at this point I'm being known for like kind of crazier stuff and modulation. I'm I'm a little bit worried because I think probably the next pedal I'm doing is just a distortion pedal. That's great. <laughs> and I, I feel like, like people that. people are going to be like, "Oh, we thought you're going to do some." Oh no, people are ready for and it. We're ready for like, it. Like there's there's nothing wrong with distortion, but after the last one, which was the Swan Hunter, which did a bunch of crazy stuff and was really well received, I feel like it. You know having waited such a long time people might be annoyed but sorry i might just yeah i'm, I'm watching your mic <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry everybody. i get excited <laughs> um i like this week <clears throat> i got this idea for a pedal that i think has to be the one after that and it's it's a modulated delay that i'm really excited about and if anyone has done this idea i will eat my hat and everyone else's hat because there's just just no way that anyone's come up with this you know hat in america is dirty underwear right that's fine that's fine oh boy um stupid yeah so i've got this idea so um 
now I've teased, like for the last year or so, I've had like all these ideas. I've been like, oh, this is going to be it. And I keep on teasing things. So people know all these names, like people who are like following. And then these pedals just haven't materialized. So I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, the, the next modulation pedal is going to be called the Forgetter. <laughs> the, the Forgetter? The Forgetter, yeah. Is that spelled like F I G E T T? A-H? That's a kind of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love it if you did actually make it that, that spelling. That would be pretty great. F-U-H-G-E-T-T-A. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Uh, that's cool. I'm, exci- I'm excited about that. Actually, one of the things, when, when, I di- when I called you and I was like, ooh, I got this great idea. I want this to happen because I needed it for my own self. Um, That's the way Todd runs. The the funny thing is the the skitter actually, I think, did that, which was I Mm. just I wanted to hear essentially the just the repeats Mm -hmm. uh, in a in a in a reverber or echo, uh, but no dry signal. Yeah. Mm. Um, And. That's uh, I was having trouble. I was like, man, I just I just need to hit that, and basically my signal go away. But you can hear like really far away, like oh, I hear the echo, you know. So mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, well, uh, or uh, might be, or uh. <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, well, I, I'm excited that you're putting out a drive pedal because the you know we all raved about the pedal boost. Uh, when you when you came out with that, I mean that's what our first interview was that, and I think you know we were lucky enough we all, um, uh, you know we have our own hand painted OG or uh, mm. woozy, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, not woozy, but uh, woolly. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking at the woozy on the screen. He's <laughs> getting all yeah. woozy. Yeah, and you know that's neat. That's just you know it's it's a signature thing. So. Um, but your distortion, can you tell us about that? It's, um, it's going to be called the Dunch and it's got a little bit of DNA from, uh, the, the get, which was my take on the black Russian that we probably talked about yes. the first time that we talked. So the, the Dunch, um, it was basically, I took the, the very last section of the big muff and I did some fancy stuff to it to make it ridiculously loud and fuzzy um and i've taken that section and and like tweaked it and i put it in i did a kind of like a an expanded version of the fettle boost called the canny fettle and it was in there and now it's kind of its own pedal um and it's it's going to be a really kind of high gain noisy type affair but i've also put like a couple of ways of gating it in there as well so there's like a, a, a switch and there's like a, a bias knob that will make your signal gate so you can actually like cut out because it's such high gain, you always get that like um, noise floor and it just cuts that out. Ah. Uh, well, that sounds cool. So, yeah, I mean, I, like I, I'm fine with it as a design. I think it's it's pretty cool. But I do, I'm, I'm so worried that like I've, 
done all this stuff and then waited you know people have waited no, for such a long don't time don't be worried we, we support it mm. we like it it's great you you have a library of awesome modulation and now the rest of the world needs needs some noise from you um now may i uh indulge the rest of the people who are like what is this guy talking about and what are these words <laughs> um, of course. Can, can you give a little bit of explanation uh, first from why you're you're making up these words and what they mean? So, are there any words specifically? Well, uh, oh, you know, so we can where, start. Are you, where are you from? So, I am from Newcastle, which is in the northeast of England. It's the bit just below Scotland, which is a much better explanation for people in America because always <laughs> like you're Scottish, aren't you? And I'm like, no, but. Yes. <laughs> Let's and, just say yes. <laughs> and the, uh, if you're from that area, you are known as a what? A Geordie. Right. And Geordies speak what? Geordie. But there's part. there's actually a lot of um, slang and a lot of like common dialect words that are shared through Northern England, um, like Scotland and... Um, Merseyside as well. Mm -hmm. So there's actually, oh, what's the lad's name? I think it's Sound Lad. Sound Lad Liverpool has a pedal called Scran, which is a word that we use as well, which just means food. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Because I saw that and I was like, oh, he must be a Geordie. And he's not. Is he's food to too hard to say or what is the problem there? Um, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> it can be confusing. <laughs> like, Foot? <laughs> Good book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so some of these other terms that you have. So you, uh, uh, the, let's talk about some of your pedal names, okay? So um, the Fettle Boost. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is Fettle? So Fettle um, is your, your mood, like how you are. Um, your condition. Uh -huh. um, and so people will say, well, people don't say, my grand used to say like, uh, you know, how's your fettle? Right. So, how are you doing? I'd actually so the, love the, to talk to her. She would be a, a, a blast. Um, <laughs> the, you know. Anyways. And, and so um, the reason I chose that was because it's a JFET boost. Right. So, and so it's, oh, yeah, yes. that, that, yeah. that is clever. You are a clever man. Mm. Uh, let's talk about the woozy. So uh, the woozy um, is, uh, that's just an English word, <laughs> meaning woozy. Well, that's no um, fun. <laughs> I just, I chose that because it's, it's kind of like a seasick, chorusy. Yeah. I took the themes of being at sea and being drunk with that pedal. So all the names like, um, like backwash, uh -huh. which is the, the repeats. Yeah. Um, and you get backwash um, and you drink. Yeah. you can. That is also dregs. disgusting and gross. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> dregs, which is the little bits that end up at the bottom of your drink when you're finished. Yes, we use uh, dregs here. Uh, uh, like if you go to certain areas or uh, certain stores or something, you say, "Boy, I was in there with the dregs of humanity." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and then you got uh, let's see the skitter. Uh, we can we can skip that one for. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's dirty, isn't it? We want to maintain our G rating. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Um, I'm, people can look that one up. Okay. If, if All right. Want. That's fair. Uh, and the kilter. And the kilter. So the kilter 
the name of the kilt that came from one of the switches on the skitter. So on the skitter, you've got um, your dry channel and your, your wet reverb, and both of them can have tremolo on, and the tremolo can work at the same time. Or if you flip the kilter switch, they're off kilter. So mm. when the dry signal mm. gets quieter, the wet signal gets louder. So it's swinging between the two signals. And after I built that, I thought, you know what? If I did the same pedal, but instead of having it go through a dry channel and a wet channel that are hardwired in, if I had two effects loops so people can send it through two pedals of whatever they've got, that would be more fun. So I did that and I named it the Kilter based on that function of swing swanging between two signals. Now we are all... None the wiser. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so from olden days, have the fat get. Oh, yeah, so the fat fat get. All of the Which arguably is the best pedal design you ever did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the the fat get and all the gets, the the bloody gets, the get is um, based on the, the black Russian big muff. Uh-huh. Circuit, but a, a get in the northeast is a git elsewhere in the UK, which is kind of like a jerk, I guess. Okay. All right. That's why everybody keeps calling me a get. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I know that that is uh, something we covered way back, uh, but we have an awful lot of new we listeners. Need some refreshers. We need a little bit of refresher. Um, oh, there is. There's one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the company name is Champion Lecky. Yes. Which champion means like great as an exclamation, like, oh, champion. Yeah. And Lecky is electric. Electricity. electricity. But yeah. because we're not in the northeast of England, no one knows how to pronounce L-E-C-C-Y. Right. So all across like the internet, you know, people have said, oh, I've got uh, Lecky, Lessy. Yes. Uh, and oh, there's another one, I think. And I I don't really care, to yeah. be honest. It, it doesn't really matter. And I, I actually wrote in um, a post, like for years I was calling uh, Moog Moog instead of Moog, which is a lot funnier when you write it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. Because it just says Moog. Most of the world still calls him Moog. I mean, yeah. you know, except it's, it's sort of like you me. can either fight that fight or continue calling your sho- calling your shoes adidas you know mm. nike yeah nike adidas uh yeah all those things anyways Pumba. um i uh, you want to hear a funny story about that really quick it, yes. it's, it's worth it so please um in my day job I've been working in an agency of video shoots and photo shoots and stuff for different companies and stuff at this one point we were we had there's a shoe company and we were uh, we had these models modeling the shoes. This one particular model came out, and she had on these really cool Adidas, and or Adidas, sorry, <laughs> uh, but we'll just say Adidas, like the most most of the Western world. And she's like, "Oh, I really like these." I said, "You know, we actually call them the wrong thing." And she was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "They're they're originally they're supposed to be called Adidas." She said, "Why would they be called Adidas?" <laughs> I said, well, because the guy who created him is named Adi Dossler. So that's why they're called Adidas. Uh, but we don't call him that over here. We just say Adidas. And um, in the, 
when we got off that, uh, I went back into the to our main room, and they were in this dressing area, and they didn't realize that the walls were, didn't go all the way to the ceiling, ah. and she just started talking all kinds of crap on me. He's uh, like, eh, he's dead, and he does. What, who does he think he is? And and just really kind of started going off. This person also was not really qualified to do the thing that we asked her to do, and she had ugly feet. So I, I, she came back out. I said, "You can go home now." I, I just kicked, I kicked her off the set. I'm like, "Look, yeah, I'm, I'm actually the top person here, so you don't get to do that." Wow, <laughs> what yeah. a cat! What you mean a get? Her <laughs> get? Yes. Uh, boy, I'm, you really dropped the ball on that joke, Tony. I'll sorry. let you have. I'll let you slide because you Wait, you were clap me back wrong. in. Clap me clap back me in. Back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Well, in the world, as you've been kind of sitting back and being sick and not really be building as much, um, obviously, I know that's been frustrating to you. Uh, have you have has that been maybe a great opening for you creatively to kind of um, instead of actually just constantly making to constantly kind of thinking? Um. Yeah, but the the mind is a dangerous thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah in some way i mean i i kind of stepped back um and i just had to accept that i just couldn't do as much as i wanted um and i did like take some time like i was saying i i uh, mixed the the ep for our band which was a lot of fun and again just like taking you know the exploring the joy of music again because for such a long time the only times i would play guitar would be when i was testing pedals you know, like we hear that uh, a lot from builders. Yeah. And it's, it's not good. Like I realized I didn't have a lot of the excitement of when I first started and obviously the, the pandemic's been a whole thing. So yeah, I mean, I think it was right that I, I took a break because it's, it's been panic stations for such a long time. What does that mean? Well, just with like, am I going to be able to buy the components oh, that right. I need to, you know, build stuff. And then, um, of course, during the pandemic, uh, the start, because everyone was at home and loads of people were like, you know what? I've always wanted to start building pedals. And a bunch of people did it. And then a bunch of people were like, you know what? I've always wanted to have a pedal company. And all of a sudden, like overnight, you had loads of people doing that. And then there was just loads of, you know, noise and people kind of doing the same thing. And it was this kind of like, what's what's happening here um you've got some really good and interesting things coming through at the same time um but it felt like i knew what was happening like i understood the pedal world and like then i had no idea hmm. and i was still kind of trying to work out like where we are because there's a lot of stuff i was mentioning um you know i said i'm on instagram for as long as that's a thing like instagram was such a huge part of every uh small pedal builder like in their their them growing their business and you know getting into and getting known it was it's it's been everything for them and now that's fallen apart how, and how, how so explain <clears throat> that a little bit oh i mean like the the algorithm is a mess so you just you're not seeing stuff and if you're not paying for it used to be actually that if you weren't paying and doing promoted posts you just hardly get seen now when you do a promoted post you might get seen for that post but it doesn't help with your other posts. Yeah. And so like I, I noticed a few years ago, like my Instagram 
following wasn't doubling at the rate that it was. Yeah. And then it just kind of started to flatline. Yep. I and, experienced the very same thing. And I was like, this doesn't make sense based on yeah. what our show is doing. Yeah. And there's so much stuff where it's like, okay, so this is how I survive and this is how I've built things up. I need to work stuff out and, and put more time and effort into to building that. And then when it, you start to get less and less back, it's just like, oh, what do I do now? And so, like, you know, like a lot of a lot of us small builders, we, we kind of chat about this stuff. Uh-huh. And so people are talking about what's next. Um, and, you know, like mailing lists is a thing. And I started a Discord so people can, you know, stay in contact with me and stuff. But, like, right. kind of working that out and... Um, <clears throat> well, and, and having to make everything, like, not... You don't have to make everything reels, but reels yeah. actually made us 150% lazier. <laughs> right. I mean, it, yeah. it is shocking. If you if you don't have a watch, you could wake up the next morning. Actually, you, you, you could... The sun will rise without you having to wake up. You just keep going... <laughs> yeah. And so there's there's um there's a lot of people who do really well with it. You know Nick from I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Oneda Effects. Nick Wonder from Oneda yeah. Effects. W- wonder, yeah. Wonder. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's it, it's definitely Oneda. Yeah. Uh, I, I know him very well, and it's. <laughs> um, have you have you watched his Instagram material? <laughs> it's just the funniest stuff that I've seen. He's so funny. He's so talented that I just he's one of the reasons I still go on Instagram. Yeah. I think uh, I think him and, and Acorn are also like uh, you know the guys from Acorn make some pretty hilarious stuff too. Yeah, and oh, they're, they're yeah. taking it to a new uh, an artistic level, which is cool. Uh, yeah, but there's people who really excel at that, and and it's that's great. But I'm I'm not one of those people, and so that's been a, a thing that I've had to kind of think about. Yeah, um, because you know I'm not. I mean I'm not a smart guy, and I'm certainly not a businessman. So trying to work out how to run a business has been this thing that's kind of really come to the forefront recently. And like when I've had to step back from building, it's been this whole thing that I've had to like try and wrap my head around because I was very lucky in that when I started doing this, there was a lot of interest and I got in when not a lot of people were doing it. And so I think I'm, I'm known just enough to kind of be okay, but you know, that only lasts so long. Right. Um, so yeah, trying to think about the you know the the bigger questions is uh, it's you know it's it's not too daunting yet, but you know it's it's always potentially something where it's like, oh man, do I have a plan B? Because I don't have a plan B. <laughs> well, but the, you know what, I think that there's you can take solace in this a little bit because when if you if you go back to all the platforms like let's go all the way back to MySpace. Like when MySpace was a thing, nobody was going, oh no, what happens if MySpace goes away? Because Facebook Mm -hmm. came in and everybody's like, yay, Facebook. And then someone said, well, no, what happens if Facebook goes away? Well, we have Instagram. And and then everybody's like, well, what if Instagram goes away? Well, you got TikTok over there and you got, there's there's other platforms, there's Discord and everything. Mm -hmm. The different, it's not a one-to-one-to-one. I mean, there's, it, it changed the way that we use things, but we still have things to uh, communicate and to share content. I mean, content's not going away. There's, it just mm-hmm. isn't. It's it just, it's like water will find a way to leak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, you know, if if something at, at uh, I guess, you know, for lack of better terms, meta uh, goes haywire and all of a sudden Instagram becomes as evil and crappy as Facebook is, then, mm-hmm. you know, I think everybody will just figure out, well, then what's the new thing? And then we'll then we'll go ruin that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's kind of also the thing as well is you have to be aware what that next thing is and then get in there yes. and get on it early enough that, you know, you kind of well, maintain. you have to go talk to the kids at the soda shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Willie, you, you referenced that you've got a, a distortion coming out, um, which may not have been necessarily inspired by a heavenly dream or anything. Um, but now that you are, uh, kind of getting back in and you're, you're getting off of the COVIDness mm-hmm. and parts are coming back in, what are some of the inspirations that you are pulling from for the sounds that you're trying to create? So a lot of what I'm doing is kind of based on my learning journey, I guess. So a lot of the stuff that I've done, I'll take something from that and be like, oh yeah, that's, that might work. And then I'll try it and it does work, but then I'll have another application for that. And I'll take kind of like sections that I've worked on or sections that I have ideas for. Um, and I'll try and like rehash them in new and interesting ways. So, um, for example, with the, the, the kilter, I used that in the skitter and I used it in the, the kilt, the idea of like your signal being swung between, swing swanged between, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> like up and down between. So you could, yeah. you know, I, I haven't made a, a stereo version of that yet, but that would be like a further application of that. And it's something that I am going to explore with one of the releases next year that's saying the modulated delay of like having a delayed signal that's kind of going to and fro. Um, and it started really with, you know, just simple stuff like going, oh, I'll I'll put a summing amp in here, which is basically like a mixer. So on the skitter, there's the level for the dry and there's the level for the reverb. And so you can like sum all, you can have like lots of parallel effects mm-hmm. and then you just have a volume and it's like, oh, I know how to do that now. And then I kind of start applying that and I try and take these sections um, and apply them to different things in different ways, which is why I have a list of 12 pedals that I'm kind of working on is because it's all the same kind of ideas, but applied in very unique ways uh-huh. um, across things. That I use um, the PT2399 chip for Echo, and it's very, very common. It was, you probably, people have talked about it and, you know, whoever's doing echo stuff now because the bucket brigade stuff is so difficult to get yeah um it's just like a lo-fi it was designed for karaoke machines i think yes and it it does really lo-fi stuff and if you lean into that you can do a bunch of cool stuff Mm -hmm. um and so i tried to use that and reuse that in designs and and apply in different ways and the um the belt and brick which is the reverb that's in the skitter i try and use that and from a business kind of point of view taking the same parts and applying them to several designs is a good idea because then you can buy bigger quantities and you know that you have them. Yeah. And, um, and for those that are trying to 
decipher what Wooly's saying. It, actually, the belt and brick isn't um, isn't a Jordy saying at all. It's actually that is the, the name of something. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah. So a, a lot of um, a lot of the designs that I have, and next year there's going to be. Um, I think there's going to be a absolute minimum two releases and i'm kind of pushing for at least three new things like next year yeah there was actually um one of the things that got pushed back that i was trying to do and and promote to some extent but i just ended up falling off with in summer was uh the end of days fuzz yes so i had this challenge where i basically said okay let's see who can do like the craziest fuzz that might perhaps bring about the end of days and whatever that means to whatever builder of you know any level you know just just do that um and unfortunately like i've had to push everything back so mine isn't going to be done until next year um but i've been trying to like do it as like you know kind of cross promotion and like Mm -hmm. uh reposting like smaller builders um you know it's like some people are just 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 doing this like just doing this end of days fuzz um and it was going to be this year, but I'm I'm going to have to do that. And it might be a recurring thing that we just do every year. And I've been trying to do like blog posts about how I'm designing it as well. And like you know, as I go through and try these different things, what works and what doesn't, and then what that inspires me to do. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I- you when you're talking about that particular one um, on episode 289, which we just had recently, that was with Zero G and his pedal the fuzz after tomorrow he was talking about that thing that you that you put together yeah um, and uh that was a cool pedal yes yeah there's been some some great ones um and i feel bad because i wanted to do more with it and kind of you know get it in more people's sight mm-hmm. um and it just hasn't panned out that way but i'm gonna do it next year and hopefully i can get some more people on board um and you know, kind of help promote some smaller builders mm-hmm. and stuff. Very cool. Very cool. But yeah, I, I have a very crazy idea for that, um, which is why I started in the first place because like no one will be able to defeat this. <laughs> I love um, it. But then, yeah, I never did it, so um, I will. <laughs> Only you um, could defeat that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of I like that idea of like kind of involving people in my design process. Mm-hmm. I think. One thing that's very important is I'm I'm not trained like I am um, I'm not an electrical engineer or anything um, I'm just kind of good at working with patterns and kind of I have a very special brain that just kind of you know works in certain ways. Well, might, that's probably working to your I mean let's let's address that really quick mm-hmm. when you have um, people that break out so if, if we're thinking about musicians. Right. Mm-hmm. And you think about like somebody like Joe Satriani or something mm-hmm. like that, where yeah. it's just like uh, it, it, he's he is precise and good in almost a robotic way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the guy's not going to play a wrong note. Everything's going to be perfect and everything, all the things. Right. But then you have somebody, you know, pick anybody else that <laughs> is making crazier, notable sounds. You're like, whoa. And they're like, yeah, I really don't know what I'm doing, but I, mm-hmm. but I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, that is to me that that's like one of those disruptor things, right? Mm-hmm. Where because you don't have 
those um, parameters in your head of it, something should be like this or should not be like this. Yeah. You m- probably make more uh, happy accidents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, everyone's process is different um, in terms of like composition for music and for pedals, like how you put ideas together and how you work with things. Everyone is talented in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of, I want to put that on show and be like, okay, so there's a bunch of stuff that I don't know, but I can still do this. I can still put these things together and here's how I'm doing this. And yeah, someone could come in and be like, well, that was a stupid thing to do because maths, 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 maths and physics. And I'd be like, okay, but I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, I just put these things together and I've had you know, there's been a bunch of stuff that I've just designed by like jamming components and breadboards and be like, see what this does. And, you know, sometimes it explodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like sometimes you get stuff out of it where it's like, oh, okay, but why is it doing that? And then you can kind of learn, you can go and get an actual book and work out what it's doing or maybe just experiment a bit more and kind of understand how you're getting it to do that and what gets it to do that more or less. And like controlling that thing that it does. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I think it's, it's kind of important to, to remember that there's, you know, what's saying that all, all paths lead to Rome. Like, you know, everyone has a totally different brain that works in totally different ways, different talents. Um, some people are are very, very smart and very technical and and other people aren't. And, you know, there's no reason why you can't just do the thing you want to do. Yeah. I mean, it takes effort, but you know, like, this, it shouldn't. You know. the, I think getting to the point of don't let what you don't know prohibit you from yeah. trying yeah. or doing or 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 making a mess. That's okay yeah. too. You know, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, uh, Willie, as always, it is delightful to talk with you, and uh, we are going to take this time to head on over. In the El Camino, uh, and uh, go visit, go pick up Jared, and That's right. uh, and then we're gonna do a little thing. That's right. We're going to go to Would You Rather Land because it's time oh. for Would You Rather. All right. Beautiful. So this week's Would You Rather. You're walking down the street, and uh, you run into uh, somebody that wants to hire you for a show. A guy. And you, a guy, and his name is Tony Baloney. Okay. <laughs> so Tony says, listen. Listen. I need you for a show tonight. All I got for you to play is either an EDS-1275, which is the Gibson Double Neck 12 six-string. Or a Fender 12, which is just one guitar, you know, one neck, one guitar, but it's a 12-string Fender. It's, it's uh, what Tom Petty used, Jimmy Page used in the studio, uh, great guitar. But you're the lead Horrible player. You have, no. it, eh, eh. You, you, have to, you have to play all the leads. So you you know you got to do the solos and all that kind of thing. So 
you know, yeah, it it would be easier to play it on a six string if you have solos, right? Because you have that six string on the twelve seventy five. But that thing's huge. It's heavy. It's enormous. Or, you know, you just have to not be able to bend any strings on the Fender twelve because you know you instead of bending one string, you're bending two. Hmm. So. What are you gonna? It's a four-hour gig too. It's it's with no breaks. So, <laughs> no breaks. so you just wearing a pair of pens or something? What? How's this working out? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you you get a break or two, but you that's the only guitar that you use the whole night. Okay, sounds good. Uh, let's yeah. see, Tanya. Well, I mean, if it's a if it's a lead gig, I mean, if it were, if it were a rhythm gig, I think it would be real obvious. I mean, you could just play the oh, yeah. you know the twelve string by itself. But since there's leads involved, I think you almost have to go with the EDS twelve seventy five. You got to have a six string to play those rocking leads, man. And then you can kick over for the middle section and play the. The sexy 12 string. Hmm. That's right. All right. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. All right. Even though I'll need a chiropractor in the morning. Yeah. Oh, my Jared? God. Yeah, I don't know. I I think you know. I think because I know, no, I know how heavy those things are. And to have that thing on for four hours, I think I'm just going to do my how heavy absolute it? best. How heavy it's, it's I don't know. They all weigh differently because oh, wood, two guitars, you know, there's no guitar that weighs. Yeah. So it's heavy, but it's an SG. So SGs are light, but two SGs. It weighs you know, 300 pounds. So it's one guitar body, but two necks. That, that's the weight of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's, it's a, the body a guitar is and a half. Well, I know guitar it's bigger, but it's, a, it's an SG, which is like super nah. thin. Yeah. I would say it's like, you know. I would 12, say it's one point one point six five guitars. Thirteen point six five. I can get. I see that. Uh, and an extended headstock. Okay, at, least, at least twelve. Pounds. It's really heavy, man. Twelve, yeah. thirteen pounds. It's really heavy, man. I'm gonna do the uh, Fender twelve. Okay. You're doing the twelve. Nice. I'm doing the Fender twelve. I'm. I can. I can get by of leads on a twelve, and some of them might sound pretty cool. So I'm gonna risk and do the twelve string. Nice. The Fender. Mm. An unexpected choice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Willie, how about yourself? Uh, if anyone is hiring me to do lead, they probably uh, should be put down. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know, because if, if anyone has made that mistake already, uh, they're already in for a terrible time. So I might... <laughs> I might just go with the EDS and just sit on the bass drum. <laughs> just, you know, it's it's not going to be a good show anyway. So, you know, so just struggling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hypothetically, we're all at the same high level lead. So yeah. And if the if the crowd gets extra rowdy, you can always grab both necks and then swat them with the body of the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Or just pin them to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Right in the neck. Uh, well, Todd. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, hopefully some people out there understand when I said, it's really heavy, man. It's uh, That's Neil from The Young Ones. Way ah, back. The Young Ones, yes. Oh, wow, man. It's really heavy, man. Yeah. I, he, that was a great show. <laughs> Anyways. 
I'm going with the Fender. Yeah. Because I, the dumb thing is all my leads are all bendy because I, I, I just I struggle doing lead stuff. And every time I say that, it is very kind. And a lot of people send me, well, you should do this and you should do that and you should try this. I've had some very, very thoughtful responses uh, whenever I mention that. Like, hey, we want to help you out, Todd. Did they ever say <laughs> turn, warms my you heart. should turn down your amp? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when I have a looper from, like, my friend who's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually not talking. a bad idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to – screw it. I'm just going to play the 12-string. The, the yeah. You could just do runs instead yeah. of bends. Mm. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, runs I'll are bend good. it. I'll bend it like – Beckham. Nope. That's right. All right. Well, t- Jared, that was uh, an interesting one, if nothing else. So uh, let's see. We got a few people to thank. Well, you know, Todd, we do have to thank a few people because at this point of the show, we like to thank our executive producers. Correct, Mundo. Now, you might be wondering, what is this executive producer that Tony speaks Every week about I'm familiar, but maybe some others aren't. Some might not be. So an executive producer is a person that makes this show possible. That's right. An executive producer is a sponsor, a patron of this podcast. Yeah, a patron of the arts. A patron of the arts. Yes. Yes, if you can use the term arts loosely. Becoming an executive producer is quite easy. You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. And check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor of this very podcast. Each That's level right. comes with some very great thank you gifts. But there's one thing more, Jared. What is it? You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. So that's what I'm going right. to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, David. Duh. Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, and Andrew DeHaan. Yes. But you know, Todd, there's another group of executive producers. Huh? Yes. These are the creme de la creme. These are our grand poobas. In addition to all the great stuff, these fine folks get a fez to wear upon their head whilst listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And drinking an orange beverage of some unknown origin. Yes. Did you send out all the orange beverage packets? I did. Oh, very good. Thank you. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igareda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wyom Pickups. That's right. Hicks Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, 
Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Eddie Serratos, David Poe, Billy Spitfire, and Congregation Gear Demos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. Well, 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 we've come to that time, ladies and gentlemen. It is it is over. Parting uh, is such sweet it sorrow. Is such sweet sorrow. Um, Dang it. Now, uh, let's see, Wooly, where can people find your stuff and go buy your stuff? That would be championlecky.com. Excellent. Championlecky.com. I've got to say, you know, when you're reading everyone's name out, I think every week you should just like throw in a random name that isn't a real person, like Bernie Sandwich or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make it, make it like a... Uh, Snidely like, Whiplash. Oh, there's so many. Like a secret code. Yes. Ah. Yeah. If you can spot the person who isn't real. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't want to get us into that. Uh, now, I, I will say that you probably might want to sign up for uh, Champion Lucky's newsletter oh, yeah. for new things that are coming. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. So you can do that via the website. I should point out that Lecky is L-E-C-C-Y. And Champion is spelled the way that everyone spells it because it's a common word. Right. That is true. A common word for an uncommon company. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, let's see here. Tony? Just go over to PickGuardian.com, check out some of the things that I do. Shoot me an email, let me know what you're trying to do. I do custom work, and I can help you out. Excellent. Jared? Uh, Jared.Allen.Brandon on Instagram. Send me a message, and I'll eventually see it and reply back. <laughs> Instagram! <Indeed>. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can shoot me an email, Todd, at theguitarnobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. And we would love to hear from you. Send us your ones you rathers, doggone it. We love getting those, and um, we're grateful for them. And um, I did want to find out, uh, Lecky, uh, Lecky. Hey, Lecky. Yeah, we were talking about Lecky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Lecky. Uh, Wooly, what is, uh, how would you, how would you, after a long, fun night, tell someone uh, goodbye in a colorful way as a Geordie? Uh, <laughs> Again, I don't think I can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a colorful way, um, I reach. Take it easy. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm. I'm quite Jordy, but I'm not like full on Jordy, Jordy, which is uh, indecipherable to anyone outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you off the hook. Um, and uh, hey everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting our show. And please have a fantastic guitar week. Be nice and good to each other. And subscribe! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Wole bole. Bole bole. He's, like, he's like, I'm trying to say hi. Wole bole. Wole bole. It's like, God, it's already started. Watch oh, out. Watch done. out. Watch out. Hang on. One second. One second. Tony's been fastidiously working on one to send you. But I already have it. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. okay. Tony, say that one for later. <laughs> Jared, we can better. hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, that's why I said we can hear you. Yes. Is Jared? <laughs>
Yep. Uh, do you lose a whole bunch of weight? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, I'm looking for my other mouse. I used to have two mice. Why do you need two mice? Well, one for each hand. Yeah, uh, you might find me like struggling to remember people's names. So you might have to be like, it's John from Electronic Audio Experiments, and we all have to drink now. Drink. Yeah, drink. (laughs) Is Jared there? I can't hear Jared. Can you hear Jared? COVID. Jared, are you there? COVID. So, like. well, you are 72, find, so. Yeah, I know. I'm just lucky to be alive, Rudy. <laughs> um, That's terrible. Nope, not there. That's terrible. Probably left it in, left it somewhere. No, it's great down here. Mm-mm. It's, it's, it's summer like, longer here. It's. Oh, that's, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> and away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarnobs. Visit our website at theguitarnobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarnobs. Catch you next time.